0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest is in the relationship business. We're joined by Tara Royer Steele. She is the owner and operator of Royer's Pie Haven, and she's using something as simple as pie to not only build relationships but also to further God's kingdom today on Connections. Tara Royer Steele is going to share her amazing story with us and how she got into the pie business. She's also going to share how that pie pie business has become a ministry. We're going to hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Tara royer Steele. She is a wife, a mother. She's also the owner of Royer's Pie Haven. We want to get to know you a little bit better because we're up here in Canada, so not a lot of people know about Tara. Tell us a little bit about yourself and just your childhood growing up.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I grew up in um, Katy, Texas, which is smack dab. Um, I mean, it's a, it now it's in the middle of Houston, but, um, it was on the outskirts of Houston and, um, I have three younger brothers and my parents were always in the entrepreneurial kind of side of business and creative side of things. And then my dad lost his job and it was when the eighties and the oil busted down here in Texas. And, um, so they, they started falling in favor and hustling. And um, then we had this opportunity to move to a small town in Texas. And I mean, small, like, I don't even remember what it is anymore. I mean, it's only 91 now, but I think it was 77 at the time. So 77 people. So leave Katie Houston to move to a town of 77 people and make a living with a family of six. And um, so my dad was like, and my mom were like, okay, we're going to do this. And so we moved, they packed us up and we moved around South Texas and we took over this tiny little cafe. And there were only 11 tables in this restaurant. My dad had always been in the restaurant business, but my dad didn't know how to run a business well. (laughs) Um, And my dad loved food, although he had never gone to school for that, but he had a great... He, he still does, has a great palate, and um we always just say it needs more depth, because that's what dad would always say, there's not enough depth, so, um, and my mom loved to gather people, so um the, the cafe was gonna, was, was gonna work, but they knew they really had to, like, we came in, and I mean, it was kind of gross, I mean, it was at the time when the front half was smoking, and the back half was non-smoking, you're like, how can you do that, in that 400 square, face you know and um everything was thrown in the fryer and um so my dad tweaked the menu a little bit and there were two pies on the menu and pie became the thing that kept us going and held us together and we um slowly grew and you know to move forward real quick we have a cafe that has over you know, 15 to 20 pies. Um, we have a pie shop, we mail all over the U S. Um, and then, uh, we have a commissary kitchen where we bake all the pies. So our favorite thing to do though, is like, we're not in the food business. We're in the relationship business. So we love to bring people, you know, we bring people in and, um, Uh, get to you know eat pie together and get to know them and it's more than just a meal and we've created this destination this experience where you feel loved and seen through
0: pie I I I like that we're in the relationship business we're going to go to that right away but first I want to know about mailing pies because (laughs) I have a friend that tried that a few years ago yeah. And the package, it got lost in the mail for over a month before making its way to my other friend's house. And it was like oozing pie out of the box. So I'm how sure. do you mail pies across the, uh, the United States?
2: Well, we don't ship all the pies. So there's okay. the key. Uh, because a lot will end up in the corner of the box. Like we could ship all of our pies but you know um it's the quality thing when they leave us we still want it to be the exact same experience as close as possible you know for you when you open up the box so we kind of i hate we, we say it we're like well if we, the pies are real sturdy so we use our sturdy pies um like the chocolate chip and the sweet and salty and the texas trash and <laughs> just those chocolate chips caramel coconut and graham crackers but they're real dense pies so um we those are the ones that we ship
0: can you ship to Canada?
2: Um, we can actually. Okay, we're going to try
0: crazy, this. So we
1: can. We, can we want to go back to you. You okay. started off so early um, yes. in this business. Tell us yes, a 12. lot.: Yeah, so 12 years old, you learned a lot. You were talking about it being the relationship business. Tell us about what you learned um, and how you learned that so early on. Um, I think
2: everyone needs to work in the relationship business where it's face-to-face forget, but we need to work in the face-to-face business, you know? Um, and, um, man, cause I mean, we've all said this before, we can hide behind screens and say whatever, but we want to see people's faces when they walk in the door. And I mean, you can, someone can walk in the door and you can, um, pretty easily tell like Oh man, they might be having a bad day. So, like, I have this opportunity. Like, we never know whose eyes, you know, God's watching us through. So, um, we need to be um, ready. And I'm not saying I, I'm I'm that that extrovert, but I'm also an introvert. Um, but I, the, for me, it was easy. I like relationships. I thrive on relationships. My brothers um, thrived on it too. But uh, I think the the biggest takeaway from working in a a family cafe um and people becoming your family um they watch me grow up I watched them grow up and have kids and grandkids I you know we started to see when people didn't come around anymore it's because their kids were in sports and then they come back you know and then they've got their kids are made and then they have grandkids. And I, I mean, I had someone email me the other day that saw something. Um, and, um, I, I hadn't talked to her in years and I waited on her when I was 12 years old wow. and she's still, you know, I, I think it's just great to have these cheerleaders that are still cheering you on. And, um, from through all the things, through all the hard, cause there's a lot of hard that I got to walk through. Um, Don't worry. I still walk through a lot of hard, Um, but um, relationships are like Jesus is in the relationship business. And so that's what we're supposed to be. Um, And we, we overcomplicate it too. I think like we try to make everything so perfect. And my parents didn't do that with the cafe. They just took, walked in, you know, figured out, tweaked a few things and said, we got to do this. And, and, and slowly, but surely, you know, God continued to, provide he never, never let us down and never let go of us. And he continued, he, when you're walking and what God's calling you to do, then he will bring the people. He'll bring the people to that you're going to serve. And he's going to bring the people to help, um, walk alongside you.
0: Really interesting. Like listening to you talk about this, it's more than pies then like you're viewing this as mission basically.
2: Oh yeah. My dad would always say we're not, besides we're not in the food business, we're in the relationship business. We're also, um, I mean, we're, this is not, this is a ministry, you know? Um, and so what a platform for us to be able to share doing things that we love gifts that we had, we didn't even know we had, (laughs) and we get to, um, because you know, my brother and sister-in-law run the cafe. Now my dad, um, comes, and just sits on the porch at the cafe or the pie Haven. Um, my mom passed away last year. And so she, um, and she didn't, she had a love hate relation. Well, we all do love, hate, relationship. <laughs> but um, you know, she saw it as, and it's interesting and this might be going deeper than we want on this podcast, but no, she, deep saw it, and <laughs> she saw the cafe as a, um, a mistress because It took my dad away and, um, it took, um, it took her kids too away because we were so immersed in it to make it work and to keep it going. Um, but she knew that that's where we were supposed to be. And it's what's continued to sustain our family, my brother's family, my mom my dad and other families so um and she went out and she what she did man she went and created her own um her own legacy so it's pretty amazing what she did
1: one of the things that I've heard you say to in some of your previous interviews is that you never saw yourself going down this road of pie this was not what you expected in your life and as you said it's become a ministry
2: yeah. I mean, I thought I was going to be a veterinarian. No, I didn't pick pie. None of us picked pie. I don't, I would never have seen this coming. Um, but I did as a little girl go make bread at church and cookies and sell it. So I always I thought I was going to be a veterinarian, but I did want a bed and breakfast and serve people. And then I was going to be a wedding coordinator. So I dreamed all those things and I got to do all those things pie was just the avenue that got me to be able to do all those things.
0: It's really interesting. Like a lot of Jesus's ministry, how relational he was that relationship. It was based around food a lot of the time, right? He was inviting himself in and eating with people. And um, yeah. Why do you think that is food can play such a special role in relationship?
2: Well, I think that it's one thing that we all still do. We all got to eat. Um <laughs> We all need to eat spiritually, hmm. um, and that's what food can do because of the people that we're surrounded by at the table. So it's one thing that brings people together. Um, most people like food, and um, and I think that you know it's just savoring not just the food around the table, like and not going to extremes like eating three pieces of pie is the problem (laughs) but um but you know just um i think that that's what food is and and that's what god we're supposed to feast uh, around the table but feast on his word and his goodness and his favor and share about those great stories um while we're around the table um i mean there's other things that gather people but really like sports events gather people but what do you do at a sports event you eat so um when you really think about it, there's always food involved with gathering people. So, um, I just think it's a great opportunity when you do take the food out of it and you're just still gathering, you're, then you're back to relationships and that's what Jesus wants us to be. Just love people where they are in their walk and, um, show them as much mercy, kindness and grace that he shows us.
1: (laughs) Were you open to sharing your faith and whatnot while you're in the, while you're in the restaurant and with, with your customers, I want to call them clients or whatever you want to call them, but, (laughs) or did they just feel it come from you? Um,
2: probably both. No, I did not share because for the longest time my dad would say, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion. I mean, we don't talk about these things at this cafe that we're trying to build up, And then I got to the point where I was like, I don't really care because I got to the point in my faith. um, I guess it was probably only like seven or eight years ago. I mean, because people kept asking me like, man, you know how you got to where you are. And I was like, well, I mean, I can't lie to them. I have to tell them like, this is where I am because of the story God's written in my life. And seven or eight years ago, my narrative was real. Um, damaged and very negative, um, full of anger and bitterness. So I've come on the other side of being able to walk through, and um, I don't want it to. You know, I think we do that. We make it all sound like we only share our stories when we've experienced the hard, and we've come on the other side, and um, that that's when it's worth sharing. But it's it's worth sharing our story when when we're in it, and it stinks, um, and. So I think that, um, I will tell everybody, <laughs> well, I'll shout it from the mountaintops, but it took me a long time. I had to get over like the fear of, I mean, even with my dad, I lived in fear of my dad for a long time. And, um, and so I wanted to do whatever to make him happy. And, um, so I had to get over that and know, like, well, I'm not here to please him. I'm here to please God. And he's the only one that I need to please. And if I'm sharing about him and all his goodness, then that's okay.
0: Okay. And like a perfect recipe, this has all come together. Now you've got a devotional out. It's called Eat Pie Love. And you've got okay. my attention already with it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where this came from, how you started dreaming up the idea of writing a devotional.
2: I didn't dream it up. Everyone told me I should write a book. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and my parents had written a book in 1995, and it was a cookbook, and it was a great book. Um, and it was had recipes, and it was all about relationships. <clears throat> and then um, I, I didn't know how to write a story where... Like, I didn't want to write a story and throw people under the bus and talk bad about people. So I was like, I had to get to the point where I could share my story without it being full of um, being a victim and want, want pity party me and, and hurt people. So we can, I had to get to the point of being able to share my story and it be life-giving for everybody. Mm -hmm. And my dad gave me permission. So once my dad and I, our relationship was restored, you know, it was like, that was the the launching point to like, okay, I can tell my story now. And I always drew, I would always draw in the morning or doodle. And so the doodles kind of started it all. And um, we, we, we spend it a lot of different ways. And I was like, well, why not create a devotional with the drawings I already have. And then of course, everyone wants the recipes. A lot of people like, well, I just want to know if it has recipes in it. And I was like, that's fine. Cause you know, pie gets them in the door and then the rest <laughs> of it,
0: right? Yeah. Right. So
2: there's the devotional and it's from all my life experiences and I like it to be street level. I mean, I, we, I mean, I can, I do, I'm envious or compare myself to other people and go, man, their faith is so awesome. And they know so yeah. much stuff. And I was like, yeah, but you know, so much stuff too. And we all need people that have been and are walking it out in all different stages. So that, um, I mean, there's plenty of people out there like me going, I don't really understand that. Can you please speak in parables? Um, (laughs) and, um, so I realized like, I do, I don't have to have it all. It doesn't have to all sound like I know the Bible backwards and forward and everything. Um, I just needed to share where, where God was really faithful and good in my life.
1: For people who want to learn about you want to pick up your book want to just find out more about your pies <laughs> how can they yeah. go about doing that
2: well the best way probably is to visit my website com because then it'll send you to the cafe or mail order or pie haven or to the book so that has all the things um Otherwise, I'd give you four different websites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll head there. I'm ordering a pie. Important question What kind of pie do you think would be Jesus' favorite pie?
1: Oh, uh,
2: <laughs> I've never had anybody ask that
0: one. Really? I thought you'd be tired of being asked that one by now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus' favorite pie?
0: Kahee. I think
2: the junkberry. Because it's the my favorite to tell a story about. It's like we throw in all our junk. The, the crust is the foundation. When you have a good crust and a, and a great filling and you're throwing in all the right ingredients and you put it in the oven and it might look horrible going in the oven. But when it comes out, man, it is refined and amazing. So junk berry.
0: Best sermon I have heard all year. <laughs> that was aw- yeah totally uh, you can't
2: have that one and i can't ship that one to you sorry okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome tara thank you so much we could talk to you for a lot longer if only we had the time so
2: i understand fully. Totally. i gotta go make pies now
1: <laughs> and i gotta go find a pie to eat thank you so much for listening today don't forget to subscribe we'll talk to you again on connections